Let's go down to the urban homestead, Pasadena by the freeway. Right down there on the urban homestead, Jules and his family are working away. Come on down to the farm in the city, back to the future, back to the plan. Right down there on the urban homestead, loving the life back into the land. Oh, 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 help the garden grow, singing. Oh, 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 we've got to help the garden grow. Welcome to the Urban Homestead Radio. We are your hosts, Anise, Justin, Jordan. talk to you about you know your passions and and the food at real food daily and just all sorts of things so um and, sh- and stories so we'll we got a list of questions and uh there's a test afterwards yeah <laughs> oh, good. hopefully i have the answers yeah, I know. so but we did um because like i said we always um since as we have a backyard garden we rarely eat out um I don't blame you. Yes. Yeah. I, I asked to move in already. Yeah, so, there you I mean. go. So it's, it's a challenge. Even people say, oh, would you just try this restaurant? Because Pasadena is full of really good restaurants, especially now with, um, you know, just the, the, the new food movement. of There's a lot of new options of, of food places to eat. So we went for um, R&D last night at R&D. R&D, 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 R&D. R&D, yeah, there you go. So that's 10 times fast. So there you go. Really good. Yeah, really good. So, yeah, we had the... Tuna, so it was the, t- you know, fake Big tuna. Tail. We had the burrito, a burger, and some nachos. And Justin, who's you know, always into food, he, p- he paused it off. I mean, there was they didn't, it was really was delicious. Left, there was nothing yeah. left. So hey, that's really what I like to hear. Yeah. Hit some of my favorites in there, <laughs> there too. So oh yeah, and then I forgot. We didn't even get the dessert. dessert. Yeah. We had the fake. Hostess thing that you know, and the lemon cupcake. cupcake. Yeah, yeah that was I all prefer delicious. to say real. Real, yeah, you know, fake. The fake stuff is yeah, like the. It's real, but <laughs> fake, but really? not real. <laughs> but no, it was, yeah, real fake food. How about that? Yeah. <laughs> so it was delicious. So we had that last night. So. And then we worked. We were hard at work at the homestead doing painting, and so it was really nice to come. And it really filled me up. Or just even just a mm-hmm. little. I mean, the portions were. Huge. Huge. However, you know, we all wanted to share, so we got a little bit of everything, and I was like, wow. I, you know, I was, it was very satisfying. So it was good. It comes with the uh, bad wrap that doesn't have, it's not going to taste good. Yeah. Because it's not. Yeah, it has no cheese, no dairy. No meat. uh, No meat. We've been vegetarian for. Since 85? No, sorry, 89. 89. Oh, wow. I don't know if I can take the vegan leap on some things because I do have we cheese do and have, chocolate. Yeah. yeah, the cheese, the cheese and chocolate yeah, is the our cheese weakness. Is the weakness. Deal breaker. Cheese yeah. and chocolate. Yeah. Cheese is the weakness. <laughs> Meat, not so much. Cheese is the weakness. But they're they're getting pretty good. I mean, now the options because when we turned vegetarian. It was it's pretty, pretty archaic. Yeah. It, was, yeah. it was like it's a different world now. It's a different world. You wouldn't. It's like wow, you guys have it easy. It's like amazing out there. So, yeah. So I always want to know how how your food passion began, and and um, you know what's what led you on your vegan uh, diet journey, or how how you became uh, where you are as the new owner of Real Food Daily. Uh, I mean, it's really funny. It's kind of a whole circle because I went vegan at fourteen, so mm-hmm. two thousand six. Um, I just saw. I mean, I you know had access it was still easy back then but it's still worlds away from mm-hmm. today it's mm-hmm. like every year it's so much easier mm-hmm. but uh yeah I mean I just saw videos and it really affected me the animals was really the reason I went vegan mm-hmm. and um, I just thought it was horrible and it just was like a light switch went off and I was mm-hmm. like nope never again not doing that <laughs> and I don't know I just became really passionate about it it led me into all of the the health benefits mm-hmm. and how um you know the standard American diet affects us affects our country and all the illness and it, mm-hmm. it just you know 
So I'm super passionate about mm -hmm. those two things primarily. I'm not as well versed in the um, like the ecological mm -hmm. effects, but I know that's really um, really connected. Mm -hmm. But yeah, I mean, Real Food Daily. It's funny because it was the first vegan restaurant I ever went to mm -hmm. when I was 14, mm -hmm. and I was not the owner yeah. at all. Oh, pretty. I mean, Real Food Daily is like pretty well known. If you're in Southern California or Los Angeles area, you know, it's like oh yeah, gotcha. Oh, it was yeah. it's pretty well known with with Anne Gentry and stuff like that. Oh yeah, she she built a really great brand. Mm -hmm. um, but yeah, it was funny. My dad was just like, oh, I know, I know this vegan place. Uh -huh. And he took me and then, you know, fast forward to this year and yeah. it just all comes full circle. It's really great. I'm super grateful. And mm -hmm. I just really want to spread the word, yeah. get, get it everywhere, get everyone interested. <laughs> Let yeah. them know vegan food can be yeah. good. Exactly. And then with it here being in Pasadena, I think they, re what, when did they open in Pasadena? It wasn't too long ago. Yeah, it was like four years ago. Four years, yeah. So mm -hmm. it's very, very How many safe. branches, you how many locations you have? Santa uh, the Santa Monica one they closed about a year ago. Okay, yeah, because that was the big one. Yeah, I yeah. hear about it every day from customers. Like, Why did you close it? I'm like, I didn't. I swear. <laughs> but uh, yeah, then we have Pasadena, West Hollywood, and then there's one at the airport at LAX. Yeah. And yeah. you work at all three of them? <laughs> I do. I fly around. Uh -huh. Magic carpet. Yeah. You gotta go over the traffic. You know, in all those areas. <laughs> That's, yeah, that's pretty funny. Yeah, L.A. take you like, oh, when did you leave? <laughs> it's like 45 minutes, three miles. Yeah, that yeah, sounds right. Yeah. yeah, we do things by time, not by distance. <laughs> exactly. It's not by distance. Or it's like, no. when do you want me there? How about I come, like, you know. Midnight. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so that's pretty funny. So it says um, you had recently uh, finished school for hospitality management. So did you always, like, want to own your own restaurant? Did it just, like, fall in your lap or you were like, I I'm going to go into the restaurant business so how did it you know how did you take over the it's sort of a combination okay. actually um well my dad's been in the restaurant business he has okay, five so you restaurants do. there you go so yeah. it's in your sort of in your blood there yeah. you go you know, it wasn't like you woke percent. up one day and you're like <laughs> no, no. i want to do this <laughs> <laughs> so I, was like, hey, I got this <laughs> okay go, there go you go. that makes sense <laughs> yeah. but yeah i mean i worked for him i've done like every job okay in so. the business um and then I was in this program with the intention to go into the restaurant business. My concentration was restaurant management. And it just kind of was serendipitous because I've been vegan for so long. And my dad called me and he was like, hey, you know, they're selling this place called um, Real Food Daily. Have you heard of it? I was like, have I heard of it? Or, yes, of course. <laughs> so, you know, um, I'm super lucky that he, he's mentoring me because, mm -hmm. you know, I'm 25. He has way more knowledge mm -hmm. than, all, you know, mm -hmm. than I have for sure. So he's guiding me and we're working mm -hmm. together. And it's just, it's a dream come true. Oh, cool. That's great. Do you have any like new ideas that you want to like can you try out at your at the new place, or just gonna kind of go with what's working, or a little bit at a time? Or? Oh, we have big changes in okay. mind. Okay, there you go. You're gonna <laughs> well, go like away yeah. from the uh -huh. stuff that works. No, of course you, you have know? your basic. There's the basics, the roots, the foundation, mm -hmm. but you know there's always evolving. So yeah, I mean we definitely want. You know they've had this many locations for. Um, you know, a couple decades, and we really want to just take over the world vegan style a little mm -hmm, bit. Mm -hmm. uh, just have a, an RFD everywhere. Mm -hmm. So we, we're actually looking to expand pretty soon, within the next year. Mm -hmm. And um, after that, just kind of roll them out. And we're putting in some changes, like we're getting pizza oven, we're going to do a bunch of vegan pizzas, oh, wow. which is... I'm, I can't wait because I'm the, the resident taste tester, oh, which wow. is my favorite part of my you job. You get to prove everything. <laughs> yeah, just like, hold on, hold on, guys. Like, gotta try that I gotta try time. Well, that's good. <laughs> I mean, it has to be, you have to actually back what you have. Oh, yeah. Because some, sometimes some people actually uh, don't know what they're selling. Mm -hmm. that's, that's pretty important to know what you're selling. And yeah, you back it. Yeah, and then you. I think another thing is that, like, you try to get locally sourced. So you're all about ingredients and yes. quality. So tell Absolutely. us a little bit more about that. Well, all our food is 100% organic, um, local when possible, mm -hmm. like primarily, and then um, obviously vegan. Mm -hmm. We make everything in house. There's only like one item we don't make in house, which is our chips, which we're changing in the next month. We're going to start making them in house. So our scratch oh, wow. kitchens, pretty big production. Everybody mm -hmm. gets in there. Really early, <laughs> lots of veggies being cut. Mm -hmm. um, but yeah, I mean, the food, we have a lot of macrobiotic principles like in our basic bowls, which are really our top sellers. So mm -hmm. you kind of hit your greens, beans, mm -hmm. you know, your grains, all that stuff. And, um, you know, it's just about eating clean and you feel great, fills you up, which people don't expect, mm -hmm. but all that fiber, you know, <laughs> it's gonna get you somewhere. <laughs>
But yeah, I love the food, honestly. Mm -hmm. we, and I think part of going back to what you said about uh, backing what we have, mm -hmm. um, like I'm vegan, our chef is actually vegan. We have a lot of vegan people that work there and are truly passionate about the concept. And I think that really helps us because I know there are a lot of other vegan restaurants in town where the chef isn't vegan, mm -hmm. but they like can make some good mm -hmm. fried vegan yeah. food. Mm -hmm. But ours is, I think, comes from a genuine place. So. Yeah, yeah, that we makes try a to difference. catch the um, fat or whatever. Mm -hmm. so that they they're not necessarily themselves so it's good that you have like a core group because it, it is it's one thing about making the food and the th another thing is about tasting it and enjoying it it's like to understand you have to go through the whole you know you know just the, the stages start to, start to finish understand where the food comes from you know and of course you know how to make it well but then enjoy what you're making and and be behind that so it's a whole and especially in the restaurant business that's a challenge too so um to get that all those you know to line up so it's really good for that well the one thing i found out about your food last night was you know we're not vegan we're vegetarian but i i primarily don't eat a lot of vegan food because i find it doesn't have much taste mm -hmm. what i decided last night was your food is good <laughs> yeah so I'm, i won't eat it because it's vegan i'm gonna eat it because it's good <laughs> yeah. See, that's what i like to yeah. tell people it's you like know. if it's vegan or not if it has cheese on i'm happy with cheese but you know, <laughs> so i mean i would go and just eat because it's good food mm -hmm. you know that's not so because nice of a dietary yeah you know reason mm -hmm. uh, besides vegetarianism but yeah and it filled you up it was good it was food very good yeah. yeah and the portions were like wow i mean like the nacho <laughs> i was like whoa that's <laughs> pretty oh we split it between we split yeah, five people yeah, we're doing a people. small portion of the no i'm not <laughs> happy with that portion <laughs> <laughs> we're good. Me too. I, I just pound food all day it's great i love my life but <laughs> but yeah that's the other thing about our customers you know we have so many regulars mm -hmm. like i see the same people every day it feels like mm -hmm. like I, I feel like that's really unique to our restaurant because i've worked in a ton where mm -hmm. you have your regulars but mm -hmm. it's mostly new faces and with ours we have a ton and i would say maybe 60 percent of them mm -hmm. are not vegan i'd say more of them are not and they're just yeah they just want good food, or, it's, good yeah. food. Yeah. 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 it's basically it comes down to good food mm -hmm. and it makes you feel good when you eat it it doesn't like oh what did I eat you know right like, oh, I got to do some serious stuff after this you know, take a serious a, you know, probiotics <laughs> like where's my arsenal because that did not go down too well we had the issues with uh, when we were traveling with our film in airport yeah our, that was hard we well we hard to find yeah because you're on a layover mm -hmm. so you sit there and you end up with fries, you know, fries. <laughs> French fries is our you know because there's <laughs> when you travel the world you know they got major things it's like you're not leaving the airport so we ended up with french fries it's not the healthiest thing well yeah and here's the thing i don't know it's like something against us too it's like since not spoiled but we have you know salad growing in our yard it's like why eat salad at from some place in the airport that you know it's probably old and right. you know how long it's been sitting around so i kind of have that aversion so i'm like just okay if i have to do fried foods this is the time to do fried foods <laughs> <laughs> kill anything right. <laughs> <laughs> or you could get that that famous um iceberg side salad yeah, with that the one's, carrots oh, and cucumbers yeah we did that a couple times now yeah. <laughs> yeah. i'm sure especially coming from here where yeah. it's, you really well, are we do spoiled. travel we do first thing you want to do is make a salad yeah. and, and you know it's come back and you make a salad and yeah. that's like the first thing I'm craving mm -hmm. so it definitely is a difference so. how is it um, how do you find the restaurant business in California like it, it, as a vegan restaurant and the restaurant oh. business in California the challenges I mean, or there's a lot of challenges in California too um, I mean restaurant business yeah, is like 99.9% challenge, anyway. .9 challenge. Yeah. yeah which that's is great mm -hmm. I like it you really that's, that's the other part you really have to be 150% mm -hmm. passionate about what you're doing. Otherwise, you're not going to do it. Yeah. You know what I mean? Um, and I don't know. It's a lot of dealing with people, too. So it's not just about, which I like, personally. I really like dealing with people. If they were dogs, it'd be preferable. Yeah. But, yeah. Um, <laughs> people are so cool. Uh, but yeah, I mean, the, we're definitely in the vegan mecca here yeah. in LA, you know. So you'd think it would be like so much competition which there is but mm -hmm. we also have that customer base yeah and i just really want to get it out to everyone else especially you know my family is from the midwest mm -hmm. you get out there and it's just like so much illness mm -hmm. and you just see it on everyone and it's just like oh, please come to real food daily just fly out it'll yeah. be quick they don't have much they don't <laughs> have much no choices, choices though yeah. yeah exactly even when we travel back east yeah, well, no. tampa mm -hmm. or florida mm -hmm. new orleans mm -hmm. You know, those are, I mean, New they have good food. There. Yeah, yeah, New Orleans is getting there. But after Katrina. Yeah, after Katrina. Yeah. yeah. But when there's very little choices in the Midwest, especially. Yeah. And that's you have Walmart. Yeah. 
Right. Yeah. And like I said, it is a shame because the Midwest, you think, you know, we're a nation of farmers, heartland food, you know, the, the, shouldn't you you shouldn't i mean that's where they're growing it it's not so a food desert. yeah it's not right. a food desert so why is that i mean is that you know in your concept like what do you think the challenges are of like why can't everybody eat um you know a good food diet what is what is, is it a education it, of it what do you think that america, america needs or that people need what do you think for that you know i think people gravitate towards the cost but mm -hmm. i find that you know some of the cheapest foods are like potatoes and rice, rice and you know what yeah. I mean? Yeah. So that part, I think it's education more than anything, educating people that it's not too expensive, but also just, you know, when you, depends on how you're raised, mm -hmm. partially, I think, because if you're raised eating like the fast food, you get mm -hmm. addicted to all that salt and fat mm -hmm. and, mm -hmm. you know, processed stuff really early on. And then you, it's just really hard to kick the habit. Well, because it does something to your brain. It's yeah. not necessarily that. I think it is. It, it yeah, rewires yeah, your brain. It's, it's, drug. it's yeah. almost like a drug. So yeah. in a sense that even if they were presented with a good option and, you know, it's like, it's like rewiring your brain and, and, and taking that off and it, and it's, it's a challenge because... And people, don't, they believe that, you know, we've had people come over and they're amazed how fresh the produce tastes. And they're just stunned. Um, Peach cobbler. We, yeah. We, we, like, we had farm dinners, mm -hmm. especially on summer nights, we had farm dinners. And then Annie used to make peach cobbler. And I said, what's in the peach cobbler? Peaches. 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 What makes your peach cobbler so special? Peaches. Peaches and cobbler. I think, like, yeah, if you source the food at its the closest and the freshest and the ingredients, mm. ingredients really, you know, when it comes to just good food, yeah, you they, can't do without. You can't skimp around ingredients, or the, not the ingredients, but you can't skip around. But you can't skip from a good source. And that's that. the other thing is like exposure. You know, the mm -hmm. education, mm -hmm. not just in terms of your health and everything, mm -hmm. but just the exposure to real food that isn't like. Mm -hmm a Walmart mm -hmm. cucumber is mm -hmm. not going to taste the same as a cucumber from your garden at mm -hmm. all, you know? So, and a lot of people don't have that resource. So that, that's mm -hmm. part of the reason yeah. why I think I was helping a friend last couple of days and she's a big fan of real food daily. Yeah. She's, she's like, moving. Oh, always yeah. Going I mean, there. honestly, yeah. when the, her husband comes home, cause I was there and her husband comes home, she, he comes with a to go bag. Of they're always eating. There. <laughs> you <laughs> probably <laughs> know her. And she's, probably know. Uh, she's moving. And her biggest complaint was there's no real food daily in the valley. <laughs> oh, in the valley. Okay. Yeah. So put, <laughs> put that in, in the She's mind, like, I'll yeah. be coming to visit. <laughs> all right. Go for it. She just parks at your house. Yeah. Bye bye. You're talking about expansion. So where the expansion, like in the state or? or oh yeah. Um, nationwide. Well, eventually. Eventually. You okay. Know, cool. Definitely. But at first, you know, we want to start definitely get back to the west side we're looking mm -hmm. at a few locations um i mean we hear about santa monica all the time and mm -hmm. you know how it is mm -hmm. in la certain parts are just really like an island Once santa monica has always trapped. been yeah. it's like it, when, when it was the happening place from just when green and environmental and, and things besides pasadena kudos to pasadena pasadena was second to they actually say, they ranked it was santa monica yeah, and pasadena they, they challenged santa green monica. city they did yeah. so really green city happen. so yeah so we're up there but yes, Santa Monica is like the happening place for things, you know, uh, on that. Yeah. So like they had the co-op and all, everything that came like new was probably coming out of Santa Monica yeah. at that time, 20 years ago. So that's good. So is the previous owner somehow still involved? I mean, do you like to see consultants sometimes or are you just pretty much taking in your own direction and vision like with that same? Well, you know, we actually had, um, which was kind of frustrating during the process but now I'm grateful for it in hindsight um, it was actually it took a long time for the deal to close mm -hmm. there was just all these snags it was mm -hmm. like the universe was like no mm -hmm. take it slow learn from her and she gave us a lot gave me personally just a lot of great advice really talked to me about the concept and um, but you know she's doing something else now and she was in it a long time and yeah. I could totally see wanting to do a new chapter and I you know I hope she's doing well but I haven't I haven't heard mm -hmm. from her in a little bit but yeah yeah I know how that is Sometimes just got to close one chapter and move on to the next. So how do you develop new like dishes? Do you, I know you say you, t you taste it, but I mean, do you like sit down like with a chef and a team of people and do you, do you like develop something or do you have a culinary director that does it? Um, yeah, our, our culinary director, she's like our head chef. Um, she comes up with dishes, you know, we're kind of, we seasonally change the menu. Right. Mm -hmm. So we're working on our summer menu right now as we speak. Is there any new things we should know about? Like, oh, we got to go in for... Oh, well, well, is that super secret? Yeah, well, <laughs> yeah super secret. I have like this giant confidential yeah, yeah, envelope yeah. that no one can see because we're 
audio right now. But um, <laughs> no, there's like a, a kelp salad that's okay. totally raw, rainbow salad um, that is always on the menu in the summer. So mm -hmm. that'll definitely be coming back. Um, mm -hmm. But we're actually having a brainstorming session tomorrow because, you know, my dad and I go around, do a lot of research and kind of see where things are, what people are interested in. Because at the same time, um, you still have to attract people and give them what they want to buy. So keep it really clean, aligned with our principles. But um, yeah, she does all the right. I mean, do you magic. find like exotic veggies, like things, I mean, jackfruit is like the now the trend now, mm -hmm. but do you find things and say, oh, there's got to be a dish made out of, you know, because there's always new things. Mm -hmm. I mean, we have exotic stuff that we grow and not, and we have to educate people about it. Do you go like scouting the farmers markets? And yeah, like we're trying to incorporate a lot of new things. Um, we do have a lot of jackfruit. Mm -hmm. I mean, it's, plus the texture is so perfect. For it is good, perfect. You know? It is actually it really is. good. Yeah. <laughs> It's like, wow, where was this 20 years ago? Okay. It was growing, but it was growing. <laughs> but like I said, and you want it, and not to say, but soy has, yeah. especially modern soy, the and the way it's processed. Today. And it's modified, not organic. Yeah. And, yeah. So, so this would be perfect because it's, it's a vegetable or fruit. Yeah. It's a fruit. Yeah. So that's like, wow. And that's pretty darn near close to meat texture. Mm -hmm. uh, yeah. That's pretty amazing. Too. Is there a farmer's market you'd recommend? The scout. <laughs> well, besides our backyard, no. I mean, that's what my father was always looking for that because mm -hmm. it was small scale. Yeah. And because it was small scale, we couldn't compete with the big, mm -hmm. you know, yeah. 50, right. you know, pounds of, you know, 50,000 pounds of corn. Yeah. So he would grow, you know, Something exotic unique. things. Yeah, so he would just go to the catalogs and we'd be, like circle all this stuff. And so we were growing different kinds of fruits yeah. that. And we started with edible flowers, mm -hmm. but. And then it went out of style, and then now it's back. Yeah, now it's everybody. Back everybody's got it now. Yeah. Like, Jordy texted me from Russia, and somebody brought her for a birthday, and she's like, um, I'm like, look at all these photos. I'm like, there's really flowers years. on here. Yeah. I was like, why aren't we selling to them? Yeah. They're pretty. I mean, yeah. you know. People, plus with the, with the Instagram generation. Yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. Got that. Pretty and everybody's all excited about it again. Like edible flowers, and I feel like one of these old fogies. Like, oh, you've been there, done that. Yeah, we do a lot of, um, one of our things are, is that our specialty is herbs. We do a lot of herbs that we our sell too. Yeah. Our salad mix is pretty famous in that it's because it's, can't so be beat. Yeah, but it's expensive. Well, relative. Um, but um, yeah, we we used to, at one point, we had about two, a dozen restaurants 20 years ago. We were just cold call, cold call. we go to the well, we would Old call town? them. They'd say or, no. Yeah. We call them. They say no. So we'd go. We and literally would bring them a sample of produce, and then they were. Yeah. <laughs> by the time I got home, they were calling us. So that was our um, that, that was, was our marketing um, pitch to our. Yeah, our samples restaurant. are helpful. Yeah. Get a lot of calls. Yeah, especially when things were in season. It's when you know. You, they could not turn down an heirloom tomato that was just picked. You know. So. Oh gosh. And what we what we encouraged them to do is like they couldn't afford, in a sense, our prices at bulk. So we'd say, hey, you know, make a dish that would be signature, you know, and, and people would say, oh, we want the salad that's from the farm down the street. So that less way people away. understood the price, why it was a slightly expensive, mm -hmm. and they understood they associated it with it just being, you know, a mile down the road. So yeah, that's, that's how we kind of, we caught, kind of. Yeah, we educated a couple educated, of chefs. Yeah. They're like, well, we can't, you know. That's like, yeah, People of course, are not going to yeah. pay this for a salad. Salad, that like, Caesar salad that's Indicate plain. on the menu why. So he put a little sign and he described it. And so he actually would sell, he would actually sell that salad over the other salad because people were like, I want that one because he'd say it's just a mile away. And, mm -hmm. you know, he put our name on it and mm -hmm. it became yeah. that. We do a lot of lemon verbena, another local um, ice cream, and then um, rose petals because it's hard to find organic rose petals. So another, our ice cream, she makes ice cream out of that. Well, um, like, like you say about the vegan, the mm -hmm. consumer has to know what, what the, not that I'm saying you know your food is expensive, but they have to know what they're paying for. Once you explain mm -hmm. why something is a certain way, they they can understand it. If you put it up there, they're just going to look at the bottom line and say, I don't know. You but know, you know what? The, and, 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 and speaking of prices, the prices were pretty. Oh yeah, you know, right. they're on par with anything that in yeah the prices were on par with anything in Pasadena. It wasn't you know more expensive. Yeah, the prices were awesome. It was, but if you say oh if you sell it, but at yeah, okay, right, you're not going to go sell people like yeah. oh you know. That kind of, but if you, you know, if you say why you, you know, your policy, your, and I noticed that at the at, at the restaurant yourself, you were you were talking in the signs about the policy, why it was, and you know your your belief system behind it. That that appeals to people. Like, well, why am I here? You know. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and it's also about challenging. I mean, people. I mean, depending on how old the customer is that's walking in, even somebody my age has you know 
X amount of years behind them of just living a certain way mm. and expectations. So I think when they see a price, they kind of think, well, there's no animal protein on here. Yeah. That's the most expensive part. Mm. Why is the mm. price the same as it would be with chicken? Mm-hmm. So you have to explain the organic thing and the, mm-hmm. you know, the local and seasonal and the whole shebang. Mm-hmm. But it all makes sense. We're not, we're not robbing you blind, I swear. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, so I guess, I mean, speaking of what Andori was saying, it's education. I mean, probably a lot, besides cooking and, and, and just, you know, running the restaurant, I bet you spend a lot of time just educating the, you know, food education of, of things and explaining. Mm-hmm. Yeah. A lot of that, I mean, even staff mm-hmm. trying to get them to deliver the information correctly, which we, you know, inherited a great staff, so we mm-hmm. got really lucky there. Um, but generally, I mean, the people that come in are usually more health conscious and a little mm-hmm. more aware sometimes more aware than I would even expect like mm-hmm. we have a whole manual with every ingredient every allergen because people ask things constantly they want to see ingredients so it's already mm-hmm. people who are interested in what they're eating and mm-hmm. want to know exactly what it is so that's helpful that mm-hmm. they want to learn yeah there's a lot of food allergies out there you know we, we, we sometimes work at our friend's restaurant and it's a lot of people want to know okay what is it, what's in the even to, to the downward what what are the gluten-free flowers that are in the, you know because mm-hmm. gluten-free it is a mix of flowers though they want to know you know does it have this and that and that and, and stuff like that so it is a challenging more so i think these days because of the allergies of how so many different spectrums on stuff that you know you have to know you know you can't say oh well i don't know <laughs> right <laughs> <laughs> try it yeah, try it <laughs> try it out first no yeah. yeah sorry yeah what is your what is your favorite i mean i know you can't say a favorite because that's kind of hard but what what do you enjoy eating most at the at the restaurant or or we how would you say, yeah, recommend, like if somebody came in and looked at it and were like, oh boy. You want to sell somebody on yeah. the vegan mm-hmm. thing. you got to start with. Well, my favorite thing is the Charlie melt, which has the tuna. Mm-hmm. Um, that's one of those things that people are either obsessed with it, like mm-hmm. I am, or they're like, I don't get it. Mm-hmm. So, <laughs> you know, enter at your own risk kind of thing, but mm-hmm. I think it's amazing. Um, the nachos are always a favorite. The lasagna is really, really good. But, you know, my go-to is always the basic bowls, you know, mm-hmm. I'm like... I kind of stick to like a whole foods, mm-hmm. like low fat, high carb diet kind mm-hmm. of thing. So to me, that's perfect. Mm-hmm. Just get like veggies, greens, yeah. grains, and that's what sells the most too. So I think a lot of people come in for that. Yeah. Give you all your basics if you need. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The salads yeah. too. Talk about your own um, health journey and your food journey. What do you feel this, the f- this food lifestyle does for your own health? And how would you, you know, not promote it, but just say, like, you know, I've noticed, I mean, have you noticed anything? Are you, you know, what has it done to you personally? Like, eating a better diet, eating more healthful? Um, yeah, I mean, you can totally be an unhealthy vegan. Mm-hmm. 100%. You could eat a Doomies every day. I don't know if you know Doomies. <laughs> Best vegan junk food ever, but um, not for every day. Uh, <laughs> but, yeah, I mean, it's kind of been, like, a whole loop of... Um, growth I guess when you first well when I first went vegan I don't know if everyone has this experience but you're still learning a lot Mm -hmm. you're changing things I think a lot of people think you're giving things up but I was just kind of trying to figure out ways around and none of my family was vegan so I got made fun of a little bit but uh, (laughs) yeah I mean immediately I felt a lot better just you know all the fiber the food is so water dense and um, you know you have all those like pro like plant chemicals Mm -hmm. what it's called again phytochemicals oh. I think yeah. oh yeah don't quote me on that no, I um, <laughs> the good stuff yes the good stuff <laughs> aka the good stuff in its scientific name mm-hmm. uh, <laughs> but yeah I mean I just feel like my energy's great I never feel weighed down by anything and then you know I can exercise it gives me great fuel I eat a lot of fruit before I do mm-hmm. like I there was like a year and a half or no three and a half years what am I saying that I didn't drive at all when I was living in Las Vegas um yeah, I just rode my bike everywhere, and I would just, like, pound a ton of fruit all day, <laughs> and it was just great that I'd come over and, like, eat, like, some cooked food and everything, but I've been, like, all different kinds of vegan, and it's really just about being happy, doing it to the point, for me personally, because it's an ethical stance, mm-hmm. it's doing the point where I don't give it up, and that's all that matters, you know? Jordan, Jordan's all about ethics too. I mean, even right. though we have animals and, well, they and are stuff, raised but, but it is about you know do no harm. Mm-hmm. Um, and even though we have chickens, um, they they live out their lives till they pass you know pass away peacefully. So, um, and 
Yeah, I yeah, rescue, I rescue chickens. Yeah, we rescue and chickens and they, rescue they're allowed to live. They like if they don't, that's fine. <laughs> yeah, and just loved and taken care of as as primarily pets. They produce meat, awesome. Yeah, we just recently had um, Gene Bauer here, so Animal Sanctuary, and he was all about the ethics of animals, and you know, he's also a big time vegan, and. Um, it is. It's a shame what our food system and, like I said, you you were drawn to the vegan lifestyle because of what you had seen. What what goes on in, in the animal welfare of our modern mm -hmm. food system? Factory farm is is pretty. Was it a particular documentary or book or what was it? That oh God, I don't even. There were so. It was just yeah, like yeah. you got into that like black mm -hmm. hole of just like every yeah. video, and you're like, oh my God, so terrible. Yeah, for us, it was uh, John Robbins. Don a Diet for New America. Yeah, yeah, that was. John Robbins died for New America. That was in like 80, he wrote that book in like 80, 80 something. Dad and, you know, got involved and he's like, we're going vegetarian. <laughs> I think it was like five or something. <laughs> Couldn't tell you what he tasted like. <laughs> so, wow, so it's been a lot, most of your life. Mm -hmm. Pretty much. Yeah, so that was five. Dad took the family vegetarian and because of ethics, he just mm -hmm. did not, he's like, he could not back the way animals were treated. Mm -hmm. so and the environmental impact. The environmental impact. impact. So he was just like, I don't need it. And yeah, as any scientist say, I went to go check on something. He's, she was like, yeah, it was pretty bad. Food was pretty bad for <laughs> our be a vegetarian. I'm sure. My grandparents kind of thought we were just like, like munching grass in the yard. They honestly thought we had like, eating grass in the yard. And you're like, and we actually were. No, they it actually, was that bad, we literally, yeah, no, we, because we were, we turned vegetarian. My grandma, we had to tell her because she would like, well, ship us little cute packages. Yeah, Belgian, and so, French thing, yeah, so it's French fries, love, you know. Food, you know, food language, you know. Meat which, potatoes kind of thing. Though. And they're Belgian, yeah, the meat and potatoes, that sort of hearty. Um, so we, turned, we told them we were turning vegetarian, and so we didn't, it was a couple years, and then we went back to visit them, and I heard the story because my grandma told it that they literally, when we got off the plane or train, I thought it was the train, train yeah. um, they were shocked literally shocked how healthy we look. They thought, and I quote, we would look like Gandhi or <laughs> starved and emaciated. <laughs> so actually, I mean, it was like they were, and so I think when we were eating at the table, they were also concerned they that appetite they, that we ate well. Because, you know, green grandparents, hey, that's just part. They love you. Want, they want food the best for love, your grandkids. Yeah. So yeah, no love, fault yeah. for them at all. But they we're were like, school and so, you know, we had our own hamburgers quote hamburgers and we had our own so they would just watch us literally we would be sitting there and they would watch us eat and they're like wow that looks good you know and, and I think all, one of our uncles who was actually at that time was a triathlete yeah and he was training in high power he started and he was like that looks good and he started eating what we like, had what are you having you know, so. in there so and for in health food stores were very <laughs> There wasn't well, in, no. in, yeah, in, Florida. in Florida too. Yeah, it's just like no hole in the wall. You're like walking. You're like, like oh, okay. <laughs> so my grandma was like, "Stop here!" I'm like, "Yeah, it's the only time. No, this is where we get our stuff." But um, yeah, so but they were just surprised that you know that that you looked healthy. You know, yeah. I don't I've know. always had it because, and then we would do restaurants, and sometimes it was a vegetarian place. You'd like, you know, here, try this. Doesn't it taste like chicken? And I just like I don't know chicken tastes. Like I guess <laughs> I couldn't tell you it tastes like chicken. It tastes good, you know. <laughs> and you're like, what's your problem? I'm like, I don't know what chicken tastes like. <laughs> you're like nodding your head but saying no. Yeah, it tastes good. <laughs> sure. So yeah, that's well, that was been our process. We were always eating things that were you know exotic and crazy. You know the mm -hmm. the greens that we ate. Yeah, we were eating wackadoodles. We were eating stuff that now is trendy. It's mm -hmm. like bundled in like the fanciest restaurant. We're like, that's a weed. Like, <laughs> shoots and weird things. What was our thing we saw Dead recently? Line like, what? Yeah. Dandelion greens is a thing now. I'm like, that's a weed. We eat it. It's in the yard. <laughs> well, thankfully, you know, you guys helped pave the way to make yeah. it easier for everybody else in the future. So maybe one day it won't even be. A thing. It shouldn't be. An, yeah, it shouldn't be a thing. You know, and people say, "Oh, you know, your lifestyle." And then, like I said, with even food, we've come so far. This lifestyle, or you know, or people just eating good food, shouldn't be such far-fetched yeah. or different. It should be. This is well how everybody kind of lived, and back then, and 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 everybody, you know, had locally sourced food. So we just got away for it so long that it's like kind of changed, and now it looks like you know. In, there's a lot of people trying to change that, you know, and turn that around. So that's not that, not the well. Hopefully, the norm, eventually. 
But it sounds like you view, uh, view all this like a challenge. So, I mean, because you grew up in the restaurant industry, yeah. this is... This, this is, is exciting for you. Oh yeah, this, it's a yeah. welcome challenge. Yeah. yeah, it's a challenge that I like. I, I crave. I would mm-hmm. crave it. You know, yeah. and I really just wanted to tell people. And you know, you go through kind of the whole spectrum. Hopefully, you come out. I mean, I'm grateful I came out on the side I did. But you're like very angry at first. You know what I mean? Like you're angry at everybody. You're like, mm. Why are you doing this to the animals? And yeah, you get mad and you like you just try to tell people. But then the passion kind of kicks in and comes off as anger, and then you turn people away, mm-hmm. and then you feel like you took two steps steps forward three steps back kind of thing so I'm kind of at a point where I'm just like you know what I'm gonna do what say my piece do. and whoever wants to listen will listen and maybe I can bring a couple people on the bandwagon yeah, <laughs> have a few you, more voices you behind do what me you have to do when you know you can't handle the rest of it mm-hmm. can't can't bat a hundred yeah. you know so are you I'll involved take those as a for daily involved in like some sort of like activism or he's just doing it by a, as a restaurant do they well, at the moment, um, you know, we're just trying to get people to come in, eat mm-hmm. our food. But my dad actually had this idea of a vegan food bank, of just kind of people bringing all this vegan food. Because we feel like, especially in California where there's so many homeless people that or you know, people who can't afford to eat, which is really sad. But mm-hmm. they're kind of given that bottom of the barrel, mm-hmm. like basically like canned dog food equivalent mm-hmm. for mm-hmm. humans, you know, and it's just seems really wrong like why can only a select few people have the privilege of eating real food you know healthy food so we're kind of in the in the process of getting that going um yeah that's a good idea because like i said that's there's that barrier line of well you know only this sort of elitism class or class money or can, can have access to yeah. the people that need it or need it most mm-hmm. can't afford it, can't afford right. it. for whatever reason mm-hmm. but. But like I said, good food should be accessed. Well, by growing all. up in this neighborhood yeah, was a mix, was a mm-hmm. low-income neighborhood, and you saw it all the time. You know, kids would go to the store and buy mm-hmm. you know, corn liquor store, yeah, Cheetos and punch. Cheetos and punch, and then you know, ice cream trucks. Yeah, mm-hmm. ice cream trucks, and yeah, it's a dollar. Uh, whereas they could have gotten to you know, a, a, you know, and try to stretch it a bit by getting like butter and you know, real bread, and you could have eaten something just as well. But they just go and get that, mm-hmm. and. Yeah, I saw that with a lot of, you know, the families in this area where, you know, to the point where one one woman didn't raise her child on milk. She raised her child on, you know, high seed food punch because she couldn't afford milk. And you're just like, that. that's something that's completely wrong with that, you know? Like, that's what she could, could afford for a child. Mm-hmm. You know, not milk, but, you know, you know, whatever milk is raising a child on, but, you know, at least that was something mm-hmm. more real than high yeah, seed food punch. Yeah, I know, punch, I know. Right? It's like yeah. lesser of two evils, I guess, I don't mm-hmm. know. Yeah, yeah. corn syrup is. Yeah. Oh, yeah heard that? MSG, corn syrup, <laughs> all that stuff was like, white sugar. And, mm-hmm. Yeah, it was pretty. Or they would buy, you know, the, the hot dogs, which we all know is not even meat anyways. <laughs> it's terrifying. <laughs> it's like, if you can eat meat, at least eat meat. <laughs> I know. Well, I was talking to a friend the other day. She said, my parents were so poor, you know, we, were, we, had, we, we ate, we called the skinny meats. And she goes, you know what the skinny meats I'm talking about? I was like, uh. Oh, she's like, yeah, they come in like really thin slices for like 99 cents. I was like, oh, yeah. It's it's oh, no. Yeah, so it's but, just, but it's affordable. Right. And that's unfortunate is that is an affordable food. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, you pay now or pay later. So yeah. sometimes that's, we we had um, our our issue is when at the time we when we had the thing, we wouldn't actually tell people that they were vegetarian. <laughs> We'd have dogs. friends over, yeah. <laughs> Once you tell them it's a soy dog or thing oh, like yeah. that. It's that mental thing. They They're say like, it oh, tastes no. nasty. Mm-hmm. They're already in their mind, they'll mm-hmm. say it tastes nasty. They ate it, no then complaint, and then we tell them, and then they're shocked. Oh, yeah. Because they already make up their mind that soy does not supposed to taste good mm-hmm. or... <laughs> Or it's it's already Me, it's, it's already tainted in their head that it, mm-hmm. oh, this yeah. is bad. This is good. Or no, this is good? this is good food, so it's bad. Yeah, you know, I mean it's, it's healthy, healthy food, food yeah, so, so it must bad. taste bad. Yeah, mm-hmm. if I it's love good for you. Yeah. yeah, we <laughs> did that with uh, we, we did it with uh, vegan ice cream, non dairy ice cream. We'd have like this is really good. Like yeah, it doesn't have any milk. Like oh, it's right. It was like it was like but it was good. They're like yeah, it was good. It was the rice dreams, the rice ones. Do you like the rice cream? Yeah, we did it backwards. We told them after they ate it. Well, Annie said the same thing on us because she made a a fake quesadilla. You know, figs are good, but you don't think of them as savory. As so she, we had a lot of figs, so I made. I was like, I was sick and tired of making. Figs to go into the savory. Yes. Yeah, so she made this fake quesadilla, and we're like eating it. She's like, oh, this is pretty good. What is it? It's like figs. Amazing. And you like, 
thought it was refried bean. No, it was like a refried bean. It tasted, it was good. It was really good. I didn't tell him. And it wasn't not that we were against figs, but no. you just like, if you think fig quesadilla, kind mm-hmm. of that, mm-hmm. you know, a little juxtaposition of like, nah. But you eat it, and you're like, this is really good. And we did it calling a couple of people. I'm like, that's figs. I'm like, really? <laughs> yeah. In the case, you know, and it was like a fajita type thing. It's pretty mm-hmm. awesome. Mm-hmm. I, you make me hungry. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> figs, do, figs do really well, savory. Yeah. I would hear fig quesadilla and be like, sign me up. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but we were raised differently. Yeah, I know. <laughs> we're, the, we're the odd children. <laughs> we got issues. Children. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, that's right. a weird fruit. Let me eat it. I'll <laughs> <laughs> we'll try any plan. Yeah. But yeah, speaking of what's on, in, on Jordan and things like that, and especially the, in your, your um, food bank for with the vegans is I do a class after school for farm to table, and one of the sessions is taking box mac and cheese and the cost and then making it from scratch so you get you know the box mac and cheese and, and then or and then we make it from scratch so we get the pound noodles and then of course we make our own sauce with milk and, and cheese but to, to mimic the, the, the macaroni and so then we broke it down in terms of the price of box or typical you know store that you get you know the all, the national brand of uh, mac and cheese to a thing and so the servings you got more Servings and, and and almost the same. Not even there was a couple yeah, we, cents off. Yeah, we broke it down. Then just boxed. For like a dollar ninety nine box, or you can buy this. this. And look, <clears throat> we broke it down to math, and kids were like, "Oh, you can make your own food." Is still, you know, not. It's it's food. fast food, yeah. you know, and they think, you know, and I was like, and it didn't it, take any much. It took. Longer. It took actually. I think it was one minute less. Yeah, one minute. It wasn't that. Them. Yeah, and so they were like, "Oh," and so so like I said, you can make your own pizza. So you don't you don't have to go to the store and say, "Well, it only comes in a box." Mm-hmm. You can make it, and it's actually kind of cheaper. But people don't take that. They just say, they, oh, it's convenience, too. They mm-hmm. just see that, and they don't maybe know how to make sauce, or they don't know how to take those basic ingredients, like, you know, even rice or potatoes, and make a meal that stretches for a long right. time. And, you know, they don't understand that. And it comes out to penny sometimes if you do it right. Yeah, and it's kind of a penny-wise kind of tasted better. And yeah. It had less salt and tasted Yeah, less better. salt, yeah. less processed. The coloring, the coloring, <clears throat> food coloring, and all that stuff. Yeah. So it's just like an education. Yeah. You know, it's like breaking down the box. You're just so, you're so, and us, we're all programmed to go in the store. We have it 24-7. We have, um, there's no want of anything. Mm-hmm. We have tomatoes all year round. Um, you can get all, all the food, the same food all year round. Um, so it's, it's, it's a whole, like I said, I think it come, really comes down to this, like access mm-hmm. and education. Mm-hmm. Well, I know, yeah, I know you're probably not doing the buying yourself but are you finding like in dealing with like the farmers are you finding um, the prices are changing like is it becoming things are harder to find Um, whether because the you know what I mean you know US subsidizes other you know like the car right are you finding like because in our business in our two of our major farm friends went out of business Mm -hmm. well they retired or sold out they just said it wasn't they could not make the Mm -hmm. what they the well, the next generation didn't want it, mm-hmm. and then the drought, the drought was mm-hmm. drought was put brutal. a lot of people out of business, mm-hmm. a lot of farmers, especially. And they couldn't get the price. And the, and the older generation, they got pay. sell the land. The land was worth yeah. more mm-hmm. things. So we had issues oh, just in our. Are you finding that like, and you're probably not dealing with the farmers. You probably have like you know people buying for you, but I mean, are you finding? And then are you finding like I find sometimes those fronts on on some like have you have you worked with the company and then realized maybe they're not standing. What they're saying. I mean, do you watch? You look for that? Oh well, yeah. I mean, mm-hmm. if if it were to come up, we've been um, owning a. We've owned Real Food Daily for four months now, so not a whole lot has happened. But I mean, generally, the biggest issues with price are just with seasonal items. Yeah. You know, like peas. We had a pea a risotto with peas, and it, the price shot up because they're not in season. So mm-hmm. we had to change it a little bit. So it's yeah. not really. You know, we just started using bok choy or. You know, something else. You just kind of adjust it. But that's really the most we've run into. Mm-hmm. Nothing. I mean, we have distributors, so we yeah. don't deal mm-hmm. directly. Yeah, yeah exactly. Mm-hmm. The seasonal thing with the, we have issues with people wanting to call up and they want peas now and it's not in season. Mm-hmm. It's too hot. Trust me, it is too hot. Mm-hmm. And you can't find it and we can't grow it. So we've had issues with that. We have issues with people with tomatoes in January, mm-hmm. you know, unless you're... And have thing. a hot house. Yeah, a hot house, yeah. you know. But, um, yeah, seasonal stuff is is a challenge for well, us. Well, as farmers, we're also finding the climate's changing and the pests are different. 
past in, in this area that we've never dealt with before. And, and the you know farmers are uh, they are struggling. Organic farmer is not is being you know not as not as you know taken care of as mm -hmm. you know more of like the other conventional farmers by the government. So they're, they're struggling on, mm -hmm. on that kind of level. So we, you know, we we look at our little place and we're like, yeah, it is it is, it is a difficult, and you are in the restaurant business because you were raised that way and you love it. We're in the farming business because we're raised <laughs> that way. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm not doing it to get rich. I'm trying to the same thing with you. It's just because you love it. You know, it's, it's, not, it's not, you're not gonna, you're not gonna retire on this, right? <laughs> I mean, we're a for-profit. Yeah, exactly. But, but, but you're gonna the have profit margins are very good. Yeah, try to help you put it this way. You're, you're, you know, you signed up for headaches. You know, yeah, so like you signed say, up for the headaches. People would do it's it. It's gotta be an easier way to make money. Yeah, yeah. But you do it because you love it. Yeah. Yes. And you you believe the policy and you believe what is behind it. Mm -hmm. And that's, yeah. You're not. This is not. You're not gonna go and buy the fanciest car on this thing. So. Mm -hmm. Wouldn't yeah. even want. They yeah. leather, yeah. so yeah. they're out for me anyway. Yeah, you do this because you love it, and I, I believe that's what you do. Because that, yeah, absolutely. So, what would you say, said real food daily from other restaurants, vegan restaurants or normal restaurants? What would be your sales pitch or your selling points? Besides, like if you just said, what's real food daily is? Who's real food daily? Is? Just to the average listener, or people. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh no, counting. No, um, no. What is like your pitch point? Yeah, selling I mean, points. Or we're just genuine, I think, in what we're selling. You know, it's not just seeing that veganism's growing and it's trending, and it's really the only trending thing in the restaurant business right now. We're not just seeing that and taking advantage of it. It's we genuinely want to expose people to it. We want to give you something that's going to heal your body mm -hmm. and make you healthy and not make you sick or you know, just be a fix for whatever your food addiction is. And um, really we want people to come in daily, like our name says, and you know, have a lifetime of health. And we have so many regulars that have been coming forever who feel that way too, so. There's some serious, um, who'd have thought cashews are so awesome. Right? That's, I know, I that's a wonderful. <laughs> no, but it's thing. just like, cashew, I mean, I don't know when that kind of started when, I mean, because first it was like almonds, I think the like almond, almond milk, milk. Mm -hmm. then whoever, figured cashews then you you know that had the you know you can Make have a, a um, cheesecake and it's like yeah so cashews That's can do so some beautiful. serious <laughs> cashews i think can win people over mm -hmm. yeah. very, very well very like buttery yes like, i'm addicted you know, to them just out of the bag yeah. <laughs> yeah cashews nutritional yeast yeah some of they like can do some, some of the godsends yeah there yes. you go <laughs> Who'd have thought? <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> no, I think it's, it's, it, it, it's kind of a good dairy. Like That's what I said. It, it really can work Cashews on can really work on that. And you can do it at home, too. Oh, like, yeah. I know a lot of people have their little their little bullets Cashew and milk, yeah. they're doing their, making their cheese. Right. <laughs> cheese with a Z. Yeah. <laughs> cheese. <laughs> yeah, we had, you guys had some of our cashew cheese on the nachos. Yeah. yeah so. that was, like I said, That's good. Oh, good. I know I eat like five meals a day there. The chef was joking. She's like, once you guys took over, my food costs went like through the roof. I'm like, don't look at me. <laughs> so I'm like eating. Like, don't look at me, please. <laughs> That's funny. And so I guess you you eat vegan at home. Do you, um, of course, you're at the restaurant, so that means you're eating there a lot more. But before that, did you do you did you eat out a lot or did you make some things at home that were vegan that were like you enjoyed making? Like, oh, this is my vegan go-to. Oh, yeah. I mean... I lived in Vegas for the last four years. I just moved back in January, or no, in May, officially. I was flying back for And then before that, I was living in the Bronx, which is kind of a food desert, mm -hmm. even though it's New York City. Um, so yeah, there was a lot of trekking down to Manhattan to, to go to like a Trader Joe's <laughs> and get a bunch of fruit, because I'm like mainly a fruit eater. You're a fruit eater. Um, so yeah, I eat a lot of, I mean, I feel like it's already in the package, mm -hmm. the way it comes from nature, so I'm like, I'll just eat it that way, and then you know, I can cook some things. I'm not too inventive when I'm cooking at home, but mm -hmm. I don't need a lot. My mm -hmm. palate's pretty, pretty mellow. Mm -hmm. And then I go to Real Food Daily and I let then you're happy. my chef take care of me there. <laughs> yes, with her magic. That's not my skill set. <laughs> know your strengths. <laughs> did the chef come with the restaurant or did you have to source a new chef? No, she came with the restaurant. Mm -hmm. Thankfully, she's great. Her name is Tara. <laughs> I love her. She's very fun. Um, but yeah, she's been a vegan I think mean, since she was like 11 mm -hmm. I want to say so she's kind of a lifer mm -hmm. herself and mm -hmm. you know we we bond over that 
so yeah, I mean, it's great. We just have a good team. We really believe in it. She's got, and also that's the other thing about having a chef who's a vegan. Mm -hmm. They have that palate, you know what mm -hmm. I mean? Like, whereas a meat eater is always thinking you're missing something mm -hmm. and they don't really understand the plant food flavors. So mm -hmm. she really has that down in it. It shines through. <laughs> Definitely. Yeah, that, that, that can help. Cause you gotta know what, you gotta know what you're, you're presenting and you're making and you gotta have that taste. We have it too. Mm -hmm. yeah. Well, yeah. the Belgian jeans, the French jeans, you know, you can't help it. Well, it's not. Well, yeah, I'm not yeah. In a good way. In a good, <laughs> in a good way, yeah. Not that, yeah. Not that you want to be a snob, but you just can't. It's either because it is in your palate, it is in your taste buds. So, you know, I can taste when something like this is artificial. Yeah, we also this is try not. to let the food speak for itself. Mm -hmm. Over yeah. the Because sauce. I mean, that drink I made for like the Fourth of July weekend. Everybody's like, "What's in it?" I'm just like, lemons. Basil? You know, it just was, <laughs> you know, when they were trying to find it, it was just the magic ingredient. Yeah. Let the flavors, you know, don't over sugar it, don't, you know, over salt it. Over it. Yeah. Just let it be. And we had a chef show one time here. We got, like, they dropped chefs off and it was, make it something was, uh, out food of the food network, actually. Yeah, make yeah. something out of the the garden. I was watching one chef, and I think he, he just took these greens and he's like, I gotta cook them into submission. And I just went, Really? And he like cooked what? them into like nothingness. And I'm like, you don't have to do that. Taste it. And he's he's so used to that fear of letting something well, be. It's like over salted, over sauced, or mm -hmm. he had to cook. He well, here's the thing: they're probably the greens into submission. Yeah, the greens went, are probably four weeks old. They probably yeah. don't taste like anything. And when you they're picked it from here, they were just like tender. So yeah, he had to he had to break the concept of. Yeah. You know, what do you normally get? It's just like let well, it be. I think it was be. collard greens. Yeah, collard, was collard and then, greens. But it, Anise and I will make a salad with collard greens, and then people are like, this is amazing. What's in it? The collard greens. As is. Not, you know, just chopped. It's good. <laughs> you know, and they're like, why does it taste so good? Yeah, and I mean, greens. when you cook it with all the. I mean, I think people are really addicted to salt in this yeah. country, mm -hmm. specifically. So they get used to, like, anything without that, they're like, it's so bland. Mm -hmm. But, uh, and you're just, like, blowing up your taste buds <laughs> with it but yeah. um, also when you cook them like every when you always cook it you're mm -hmm. robbing it of yeah. all those great Everything nutrients and water nice. and just mm -hmm. all those things that are so good for you so mm -hmm. you guys had issues with their salt in every recipe yeah mm -hmm. every yeah, recipe I hate that. that I bake it's like salt salt I'm like why mm -hmm. like it doesn't have a, doesn't, a, a no. baking purpose you know what I mean or like no. a cooking purpose I mean sometimes it's okay if you're baking you might put a little salt to balance out but yeah like in the cooking mm -hmm. it doesn't need to be you know, salt in the butter salt and all the time. Time. Oh, they want yeah. salted butter. butter, salted this. And so like sometimes I will eat a cookie from somewhere. I'm just like, it's so salty. And and as for that chef, on in his defense, after the show ended, and, and I think Dad dragged him out to the yard. He's like, have you tasted these greens? <laughs> and he made him eat it. I think he was like, yeah. You know, he was just into that. And I, we yeah, we talked to him, and he's like, he really like appreciates how. No, he still he still follows us on Instagram. Yeah. He, he appreciates he's still, how he's one of those celebrity chefs. And he literally still, can yeah. taste. In its almost natural mm -hmm. state, mm -hmm. and that's what I, I, I tasted in the food was not overly soft, mm -hmm. overly salted, or just like holding your your food doesn't hold like the sauce. Right. Your food is food. Some people use you know a salad and then they use it to hold on the dressing. Right. Iceberg lettuce. Dressing. Yeah, there you yeah. go. We just yeah. want the dressing. Or the or the, <laughs> or the nacho chips uh -huh. or a holder for the cheese. Yeah. It's yeah. a ranch spoon. Yeah. 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 yeah, iceberg lettuce will kill a bunny. <laughs> yeah, if you, you feed iceberg lettuce to a bunny, well, humans will eat it though. You know that? You're not supposed oh, to eat no rabbits. If they eat iceberg lettuce, they'll, they'll, they'll bloat and they'll die. They'll bloat and die. But feed it to your kids. Yeah. But feed it to your children. If you raise a rabbit, which I've had adopted, I've adopted rescue rabbits, no house rabbits, they ran around. But I knew it was against, like, do not feed. Oh, wow. A, a rabbit. Iceberg. It will kill it. But, you know, you feed your children. You know? Yeah. Because good for you. <laughs> Eat your salad. <laughs> I never understood that concept. I was like, you feed your rabbit this good food, but get your children. Right? <laughs> well, we don't sit And then people call it rabbit food. Yeah. yeah. Like, it's, no. and, like it's a bad thing. And yeah. even my animals would not eat some of the stuff that I would get, like, thrown away at a store and, and get to them. And it's just like, you expect me to eat this pesticide? Yeah. Crap. And, and, and the goat would look at me like, years. I can't believe you want me to eat this. Right. <laughs> and I'm like, okay, it was nah, just being She was annoyed. a snob. Yeah, I had a goat that was a snob. She, <laughs> she would not eat anything that was like from the store. She would sniff and go, huh. Yeah. No. Yeah. <laughs> she'd look at me like, really? Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, okay, I'm sorry. I just ran out of something. <laughs> and you would do that to a cabbage from a cabbage from a farmer that we knew and a cabbage from a store. And she just sniffed oh. each one. She's like, 
Yep, and she'd our go right for that one. <laughs> our cats will only go for the organic cream. Yeah. 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 Pretty sure my dog would eat a plastic bag, <laughs> but he is easy to please. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. We trade our animals, man. We got my animals. Got I think spoiled. they just got spoiled. <laughs> you know, they trained us. Yeah, we would give them from the garden. We because all our animals, mm-hmm. they whatever we can't sell, we just give it to them. Mm-hmm. I mean, we just like dad would take down a bed, chop it, and give it to. Him. And these guys, they're just eating like <laughs> good food. I mean. He would say, you know, some he, was, he my dad would say, some kids don't get to eat like your animals do. You know? Yeah, that's, that's I mean, that's the sad, sad truth. Yeah, that's the sad truth. Because we, yeah. we had to deal in what they said. People hate peas mm-hmm. because they're dealing or with spinach. canned peas. Ugh. They hate spinach because they're dealing yeah. with canned spinach. It's yeah. like, if you're talking, if you <laughs> would look at them and too. say, what's wrong with pea? You yeah. know, like, but mm-hmm. you have to realize they're eating them out of a can and they mm-hmm. taste like crap. I mean, that's, you have to be honest. They taste like the can. Yeah, yeah. they, they taste like tin. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, so. salt. Or, right, yeah. something. Or, or a salty can. Yeah, yeah. yeah and, I, and <laughs> growing up, I, this way, I would have kids or I'd babysit kids. Mm-hmm. You know, I'd be a little bit older. And they'd be out here in the yard and I'd be like, eating something. I'm like, what are you eating? And I'm eating the lettuce. And I'm like, try it. And they're like, oh, I don't eat lettuce. And I'm like, try it. And then I'd send them back to the parents and the next thing I know, he was like, why is my kitty eating salad? <laughs> you know, like it's a bad what'd you do? And I'm like, <laughs> they I just tasted had the, the real thing. thing. They ate the real, real thing. thing yeah. And she was like, my kid says she was eating lettuce and peas. I can't get her to eat anything. Yeah, they had the after school program. It was like, one kid ate like five bowls. Of, I was watching this kid, five bowls of salad. And I'm looking at awesome. no dressing. Boy, no dressing. He's just eating the greens. And he kept coming like, back, and, and I'm watching him, and I'm like, look at the mom, I'm like, is he like this? She goes, no. He doesn't, he doesn't eat that at all. <laughs> and I'm like, she goes, it's your greens. I was like, yeah, I guess yeah. it was. He was like, it's really sweet. It's like candy. <laughs> so. I mean, he didn't have, for a kid, I mean, kid didn't even put dressing on it. He liked that's it that amazing. Much. I was just like, wow, that's pretty impressive. So it comes <laughs> back to real food. When you go back to the way food was raised, and right off the vine, peas, you know, I've done kids, I'm like, just mm-hmm. eat a pea. And I'm like, wow, this is good. Mm-hmm. It is sad to see the disconnect in the society of people not really know what food tastes like. Mm-hmm. A lot of that is, you know, mm-hmm. advertising and yeah. consumerism mm-hmm. and just like what people are used to. Mm-hmm. And if you always, as a kid, see peas in a can, that's where mm-hmm. you think peas come from. You know? mm-hmm. So you're, you're going to not even connect the dots mm-hmm. that there's a whole process involved in getting those peas in the can, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah, so like, um, what is, let's say, what are your, like I said, what's coming up for, that you're excited about? What would you like to share? you like to share with everyone yeah. the conclusion of this? Um, I mean, I just, you know, stay tuned. We got a lot of changes coming. It's it's going to be great. We got pizza coming. We're making our own ice cream. We're Ooh, be, ice cream. Okay. Oh, yeah. So how do people find you? Website, Facebook, Instagram? Uh, which all of the above. Okay. Um, <laughs> Instagram's probably our biggest. Um, you can see all the beautiful pictures. We have a great girl who does pictures. Um, but we're on Facebook and Twitter. And um, realfooddailyla.com is our website, and you can kind of get an about us and, you know, the whole nine. Cool. And what will something maybe you want to share with our listeners? Last words, last encouraging, I just will about. Be there for ice cream. Yeah, no. <laughs> for just about maybe you or your food or your just passion, like, like or inspir- something inspirational. What would you like to share with our listeners? You know, I'd just say take a challenge challenge yourself come in and try it and Mm -hmm. you might realize it's not a challenge and Mm -hmm. you know maybe you'll learn something about yourself and about food and who knows it could change your life certainly change my life for the better so give it a shot why not Thank Thanks you so much, here. yeah, for oh, joining us. Pleasure me. talking with you. Uh, hopefully, we'll uh, maybe see you here at the homestead uh, in the future, or, and, and maybe we'll see you at the restaurant <laughs> when we do eat out. When we do eat out, <laughs> we can just switch. You yeah, they're all coming here. We'll find something to sell you. I'm sure I'll be there at some point. Well, we do have lots of cucumbers, so I don't know. We might have to. We'll talk after this. Oh yeah, it's so good. Oh, you already had them already. Yeah, this is one of those. One of those exotic things that, some niche things that we have, we have a bartender puts it in. Mm-hmm. It's drinks. a cocktail. She, she puts, puts it in drinks. drinks. So. Yeah, yeah, and we have lots of basil too, so if you need basil, too. <laughs> yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll go. We'll go talk shop or talk food. Like I said, we can talk hours about food and food and food and food. And food and <laughs> so, but we'll, we'll wrap up. We want to thank our um, listeners for tuning in today. Um, and uh, yeah, so thanks we'll, for being here. Yeah, and thanks we'll again. catch you next time. Thank Let's go down to the urban homestead, Pasadena by the freeway. Right down there on the urban homestead, Jules and his family are working away. 
Come on down to the farm in the city, back to the future, back to the plan. Right down there on the urban homestead, loving the life back into the land. Oh, oh, oh. help the garden grow, singing. Oh, 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 we've got to help the garden grow. The Urban Homestead theme song was written and recorded by Tom Fair. Thanks, Tom. We've come to the end of this show. Thank you so much for joining us. Be sure to tune in again. Until next time, this is Annie, Justin, Jordan. Keep, Keep on, on growing. growing. Remember to follow us on our website, urbanhomestead.org. Also on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and YouTube. We love to hear your feedback. And if you'd like to become a podcast patron, go to urbanhomestead.org forward slash podcast.